I'm Kira Rodenbush, professional organizer and licensed massage therapist. After spending a quarter of a century cleaning out closets and two decades of massaging bodies, I've noticed layers and patterns in the way we store our stuff. I've seen firsthand how the organization of the home impacts the condition of the body. I'm fascinated by the accumulation of stuff and how what we hold on to informs our identities and how much we can transform when we decide to let things go. Hello, hello, you guys. Hello, friends. How you doing today? It is I, Kira Rodenbush, myself, checking in with you. Uh, this one's going to be a solo episode today. I'm so excited to be sitting down and sharing some thoughts thoughts on excited I, it, it is the I am though I am excited if I have to be honest about it to share some thoughts that have really been percolating a lot recently um more like in the it's it's kind of always been there it's something I'm about to verbalize and so I'm going to take you on a little trip with me while I do I want to talk today about something that I like to call the magic feather phenomenon what I mean by the magic feather phenomenon is that thing that speaks to you when you are at your deepest and darkest and says, maybe things don't have to be like this. Maybe they can be the opposite of the way you're feeling right now. Maybe all you need is this magic feather to be able to fly and to be able to achieve every dream you've ever set out for yourself, every dream you've ever dreamed, every goal you've ever made or set. Um, this is the thing that's going to get you there. So uh, that magic feather can be anything. It can be a relationship. It can be uh, a class or a field of study, or a person, or a hobby, or a lifestyle, or an experience, or any sort of method that just, uh, something that just really lights you up, and then it creates this uh, sort of a zealot out of whichever convert has just been made. So... For example, one that always comes to mind is like CrossFit. Like I remember when, and, and CrossFit's awesome, like for a lot of people, and then a lot of people just don't jive with it, right? Or like say uh, Bikram yoga. Like I remember when Bikram yoga was all the rage and it was just like, I mean, it was like the early 2000s and um, it just seemed like everywhere you went, people were just touting the benefits of it and it was just like starting to take over. And I don't mean, I mean, yeah, of course, we all know folks who like to work out or who have their uh, yoga practice. That's not necessarily what I mean. I'm talking about something that becomes like this transformational tool for someone. And then they are just like so hopped up on it. And this isn't a negative thing at all. It's just like the truth of like whatever it is that we're doing that is just like, oh my God, you have to try this thing because I've had amazing results. And so then you might bring somebody else along on the journey with you or another person uh, and somebody might have similar results and feel the exact same way about it and become a convert along with you. Um, or they may just like give it their old, their their best shot, the old college try, and then it kind of falls flat and it doesn't have the same results for them. And so I always wonder what, what is it? What is that thing that makes things work for some folks and not for others? Now, obviously the student, the teacher finds the student in their own time, right? The, the student finds the teacher when the time is ready. And, and so I think that part of it has to do with the fact that we aren't open to what we're open to until the there's a real either maybe a a desperation like there's nothing left to lose so what does it matter if we try this thing or not and it's again it could be anything it could be a new chance at love or um just 
like, for example, podcasting here, here's one podcasting. Okay. So, uh, everybody has a podcast now. Have you noticed? And it's not like, uh, again, it's not a bad thing. In fact, I think it's awesome. It means that I'm in the right place at the right time sharing my ideas and opinions and that, you know, maybe mine is, uh, one voice in among many and, and maybe I'll find my people and that's cool. Like I'm, I'm putting it out there with everyone else. But, uh, this podcasting journey, when I went on it, um, it was like a, this series of magic feathers or this series of stones that led me to where I am right now. And so, uh, the first one, like, I'm going to tell you my little journey and then we'll kind of, uh, circle back to any one of these and, and see what really resonates. So the first thing that happened is that the, the pandemic really did a number on us all. Right. So like the, the lockdown, the extended lockdown. And, uh, I had had a fitness journey after I gave birth to Miles, my second child. I had a fitness journey when he was, um, about nine months old that, meant that I really got back into my body. I had just given birth naturally for the second time at 40 years old at home, uh, or at 39 rather. And, um, I felt really strong. I felt really empowered. I felt really in my body, but I also felt really, uh, and I also not, but and I also felt very soft and very malleable and very, uh, permeable and still really watery in my joints and, and just like, you know, having a baby in three and a half hours will do a number on your body. It's, it's a lot of work. And this was a 10 pound baby boy that I shot out of myself in a very quick labor. And he just like had to get here fast. Right. So it really did kind of wipe me out. And after I did that, um, I tried to bounce back a little too quickly and that, I quickly was sidelined very quickly. Like my body, I tried, I pushed it a little too hard the first few days, the first week after. And my body was like, yeah, no, you don't sit still. So I did, I sat still, uh, and I let everything heal. And, um, I didn't really have much of a, a, a fitness routine in my life up until that point. I'd had some bouts of fitness in my late twenties, early thirties, but nothing really, uh, substantial or consistent. So, um, I found a workout container called fit body bootcamp, um, that really just sort of, I signed on for, um, what turned into two and a half years of relationship with, uh, uh, three years of really consistently working out and showing up every morning at five, uh, six o'clock in the morning to, to get really fit. And I showed myself that I could do something that I didn't realize that I could do. But even then I knew that it wasn't necessarily, I mean, obviously it was the exercise and the choices I was making that were, uh, giving me a different body at 44 than I had had at 14 or 24 or 34. I felt stronger and, and more fit and more together in my, uh, early forties than I ever had in my life. So I knew what was possible for me. Um, and then I got pregnant again at 45. I had my third kid and, uh, Sam came in a cool with a quickness. He came, Miles got here in three and a half hours. Sam got here in 30 minutes. Really? I mean, like he just like super fast and he was another nine plus pounder. And after I gave birth that quickly at the age of 45, I was just like, okay, I'm done. I'm not breaking a sweat for a while. Like I'm going to reel it in and, uh, <laughs> just like stay here and recover. So that's what I did for a really long time. And, uh, then, you know, years passed, pandemics happened. Um, but I knew what my body was capable of. Uh, even after having had a baby so quickly at 45 years old, I, um, I knew that I was capable of really amazing things and I, I could feel the strength that I, that was just waiting for me there. 
on the other side. Um, and I just, I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find a magic feather. I couldn't find the thing that I had had before, like the boot camp that made me want to show up every day and just pour my heart and soul into it. And then one day as I was scrolling through my feed, I saw uh, one of my girlfriends posted a video of herself out for a hike in a California desert road in the middle of nowhere. And she just dropped down and did some push-ups really quickly. And she's always been incredibly fit and incredibly healthy and uh, or the picture of health. And I know that sometimes that picture can be deceiving. Uh, and, and so I had been kind of noticing that she was on a bit of a journey. Um, but I just wasn't really into anything. And I've had previous experiences with different multi-level marketing experiences. And, and I understand too, that, um, although a product may be the thing that slices and dices and cleans every stain and does everything amazingly. And the only way that we're going to get this in your hands is going door to door to make you this incredible offer. Like I know how all that stuff works. And I've also looked into the the really the darker side of it and how there are so many folks that can be preyed upon and it can be kind of a a predatory uh situation where you take folks that are just like a little bit desperate for some sort of transformation whether it's physical or financial or emotional or spiritual and and uh they can be taken for a ride by folks that uh maybe not necessarily have bad intentions, but are some somewhere in that process of like, how do you tell the difference between um, a guide, leader, guru, uh, advisor, um, all the different words that we could use to talk about somebody who wants to put themselves in that coach, coach. Whew, there's so many topics here, right? Like that, that's, let's come back to coach. We may come back. I may forget I even said that, but coaching, that's, that's part of all of this. So, uh, I couldn't find my physical feather. Um, but I was just kind of tired of being a little bit tired and, but also really kind of enjoying this idea of living with a little bit of abandon inside our four walls. Um, it's been so long since I've been able to do anything with any kind of like real abandon as a parent, as a mom, you just wind up kind of, uh, roped into the emotional labor all the time. And, and abandon doesn't really happen unless somebody's minding the, the store as somebody's minding the kids and the, the household and, when you're tag teaming and working 24 seven to try to keep the ship afloat, it's really difficult sometimes for par for partners or parents to, to give each other that space or that time. And if you're doing it on your own, well, geez, I mean, when do you get that time? Right? So it can be really tricky to even find the time or the space to wonder about whether or not there is a magic feather out there that's going to make it different and make you feel like you can fly again. Like, or that, that desire for some sort of like, just, uh, the ability to just stay out and, and play without any real regard for anyone else. I got so tired of that feeling and I begged for family. And, and when I received the bounty of my brood and my wonderful experience, um, I didn't ever realize I was going to miss that, that other side of it, um, at all. So I, you know, I would never trade any of it for anything, but there is that sort of like, where's my sparkle? Where's my shine? What's my thing? When do I get to do my thing? And, then there are so many opportunities out there for sad, struggling moms or parents to, to just wonder like, what's the thing that's going to light me up? And, and that's, uh, that's kind of a, it's a, a feeling that can, like I said, it can be preyed upon pretty easily. So, um, I try to be really careful where I put my energy and I try to really do my research and figure out what's going to work for me personally, but it's always got to line up like with my, 
I can feel it in my body if it if it like if it resonates if it feels like it's going to be a good fit or if it's going to get the thing out of me that I need to get that engagement that level of uh, connection and consistency because it's really for me in creating healthy habits whether I'm decluttering my space or my home or my life or uh, my you know like the the it requires a certain level of consistency so that you can see what's actually working for you and what's not. Where are the healthy patterns? Where are the unhealthy patterns? And where, how can we tweak them to get different results so that we can get the results that we want? And once you start doing the work on one level, I find that it kind of starts to come off in layers and you can't help but then address the next level and the next level. So... Um, okay. So I see my girlfriend's video and, and I just think like, and then it becomes pretty clear what she's working with and, um, she's really excited about it and she reaches out to me and I've already run the gamut with so many different, like I said, multi-level marketing things that I'm not, I, I'm not a salesperson. Like I'm, I'm not selling a uh, product really like unless it's my thing or something I believe in it's just it's not the way that I just don't do it and so I can be an amb I like to know who of my friends is affiliated with what thing because it doesn't mean that I don't necessarily endorse or appreciate the product uh, that they or the the service that they provide because um, maybe I do want to use that service or that product or have that experience, but I don't necessarily want to sign on to be responsible for that or create, you know, and, and I know that for the folks who are really lit up about whatever it is that they're working with, they're like, why would you not want this other stream of revenue? Why would you not want to just do it this way? And, and I get that, but I've gotten really good with my boundaries. So, um, that's something else I want to say to folks. Uh, it's, there are going to be a series of these conversations and, um, at no point, like I don't necessarily endorse or support with my own, I don't necessarily consume the products of people that I am having on the show, but they're all people that I trust and that I respect and, um, they have systems that might work for somebody else who's listening. And like, I'm not so uh, egocentric as to think I have all the answers for everybody out there. I mean, we're all such unique individuals. We have such different ways of um, processing things. It's not a one size, none of this is a one size fits all solution. So some folks may really uh, respond to and resonate with a particular type of approach. And if I can facilitate that in any way, I'm super stoked. Um, if it's something that, you know, I can get behind the person who's getting behind the product, then sure, I will use that commutative opportunity to share my platform so that folks can talk about the things that they're passionate about. Um, that's something that I figured out on this journey, this podcasting journey. Okay. So I got in touch with my friend who is super fit and doing the pushups in her video. And I'm just like, okay. Uh, she had reached out to me and she was just, we were just catching up and I just wanted to know what she was working on that she was so excited about. And that's a conversation that, you know, nobody necessarily wants to be sold to. I'm sorry. I just uh, dropped the phone, but I'm not going to edit this out. So y'all are going to have to be patient with me while I get readjusted. Okay. Awesome. So anyway, um, I am always open to hearing what someone else is passionate about because if it, it's working for them. And like I said, I've gotten really good about being clear with my boundaries. Like, oh no, I'm not a, I'm not a customer or maybe I'd like to purchase, but I'm not a salesperson or whatever. So you're not going to, I don't ever want you to feel like, uh, when you're listening to me that I am pushing anything down your throat or I am selling anything to you at all. But I am uh, open to being a little bit of a marketplace where folks can get, do some networking and, and figure out, you know, what's going on out there and what are all the different um, solutions to like opportunities for change that we can all participate in and, and how we're going to be our best selves. But really the people that I want to talk to are people who are like, Oh my God, I found the thing that works for me. Cause that's what fascinates me is that, uh, what is it that just lit you up that woke you up and made you say like, Oh, 
this is going to be a transformative experience for me. So, uh, I decided that I had the, the funds to participate, um, to support my friend in her business and also, um, get this product that she is, uh, a, a spokesperson for, and, um, that she's a representative of a health coach for. And, um, I, I had great, I, I can't say anything about the results because full disclosure, I'm not good at, con, I mean, consistency is the habit that I'm going after, right? So even if I'm just, if it comes to taking supplements, if it comes to taking pills or drinking water or whatever, like I have a really hard time staying super consistent. So I have to find a way to create a routine that's going to work for me so that my habits are kind of, it's a routine, not a regimen. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to uh, create a, a schedule that I can't um, veer away from, but I have found that if I do the same basic things on a consistent basis, I have amazing results. So I will be perfectly honest, although we'll have a conversation with my girlfriend about the product and we'll talk about it when that episode airs. Um, I can't be on, I can't get all hopped up about it because it hasn't, um, I haven't had the same direct results from the product as somebody who would be faithful and loyal to it. That's not the thing that, that wound up. However, it was a stone on the path. And what I mean by that was that as soon as I started to take these supplements, I decided to make myself a bit of a priority. I decided to, part of the Part of the 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 routine with these supplements is uh, like a you adopt these ten basic habits at the beginning of a month, the month um, or in the first ten days, and um, you just really adhere to them, and and it sort of sets you up for success for the rest of the month. And those ten basic habits are let's see if I can remember them all. Um, take your capsules, enjoy one to two servings of the shake. Let's get those two out of the way. Um, increase your leafy greens and vegetables and, uh, drink all your water and move your body and be mindful for at least five to 10 minutes. Take some big, deep breaths and be mindful. Um, get, d stop eating three hours before bed, get seven to eight hours of good sleep uh, re reduce or eliminate caffeine, no alcohol, no sugar, no gluten. I think that's it. That's more than 10 things. That was like 13 things. And then show yourself grace is another one that they put on there too, which cause it's, you know, we're not, <laughs> we're not robots, right? No. And uh, reduce or eliminate processed foods, no processed foods. So it's just that sort of like, it could feel a little bit hardcore to some, some people that are listening to this are like, well, yeah, no, yeah. That, uh, yeah. Obviously that's how I live. So like, if that's the case, well, bully for you. That's awesome. Um, you, you get it. If it's not you and you think, Oh my God, that's impossible. I could never, well, you know, nobody's asking you to, but <laughs> it's something to consider because it's really amazing to see not only how we, uh, function when we don't have all of the, the crud circulating inside of our systems, but also um, how quickly we go to supplicate or distract ourselves with a substance when, whether it's food or just like how, you know, dehydration or uh, <laughs> some sort of a um, mind altering substance or, you know, whether that's caffeine or sugar, even like um, it's, it's pretty amazing what happens and, and how, um, how much our body craves the consistency of a, a, a cleaner, kinder routine. Um, so that really shifted things for me to just taking that. I, cause I knew that that was the way I wanted to go. And like, I'm, I'm somebody who's so like all or nothing. Like I was just like, Oh, I like to do like whole 30, which is, you know, like for those of you who are not aware, it's like 30 days of essentially what I was talking about, except it's even stricter and, uh, less 
accommodating. It's just like no veering from this. Like, so it can be really, um, really uh, transformative. Sure. But it's just so like, uh, it just feels like you don't get to do anything. And I don't respond well to that. I don't like uh, having anybody be the boss of me. I don't like even a schedule that I've made for myself. I'm like, you're not the boss of me. I'm like, you, you, Kira, you did this for yourself. I'm like, you can't tell me what to do. It's like, um, all right, I'm not even going to try with this one. I get, I get so stubborn about it. So one of the pieces of, uh, going on this plan was that I decided to, the mindfulness component, I thought, okay, what am I really really the most terrified of in this world. And it's really, it's, it's meditation. I think I have a really hard time sitting still and being quiet. And, um, I don't know why I feel like I just, I have a lot of energy. It's not like, you know, I'm avoiding something by constantly talking. It's more like that in the silence, I don't know what, what <laughs> What happens to me? If, uh, if I'm talking in the woods and nobody's there, am I making a sound? If I'm talking in my closet to my phone and nobody's around me, can you hear me? So anyway, I do. I have a piece of that, I suppose. But like, uh, <laughs> so the meditation component, um, I mean, and I've joked about this on a couple of other episodes and I'll continue to joke about it because it really was quite seriously like this voice comes into my head. You need to meditate. And this other voice comes into my head and is like, like, hey, you need to go away and shut up. And then the other voice is like, no, come on. Why are you making it such a difficult thing? You know, everybody you admire meditates. Everything that you want could be yours if you just tap in to the universal. Shut up! Like, I don't need all that, right? So I was like, okay. I do like fire. <laughs> I do like flames. And I do appreciate a good candle. So, and I do like to boost people up. And I'm full of affirmations. And like, I can handle that part. So I was like, all right, how about if you just like sit and stare at a candle for a few minutes? Right. And so I set my alarm for like five minutes and I just zoned out. And then I was like, okay, I can do that. And then I started waking up and, and, and I would hit the snooze button, but instead of going back to sleep, I would roll out and sit in meditation for like 10 minutes. So that was great. I started to like that became consistent. I started doing this consistently. So after I'd say about three weeks of this, I'd say it was about four weeks, four weeks of consistently meditating and getting into a, a, a headspace where I wanted to take better care of myself and that and I was showing up every morning and really just like trying to make space for manifesting. That's what the meditation was that I started doing. I realized that, oh, this was the other piece of it. Um, I found a 20 minute meditation that I really enjoy and, uh, it's on Spotify and it's from the mindful movement podcast. I just found that though the woman, and I'll put a link to that podcast in the show notes for this one. Um, and it's on Apple Podcasts and it's everywhere else. I just found that I haven't listened to a bunch of it. I just have really enjoyed the meditation pieces. I think that the woman, Sarah Raymond, whose voice uh, takes you through it, I just find her to be very soothing and non-assuming. Like there's just nothing about her voice that was too anything for me. So, um, and I went through a few and so I could find somebody that I would just be like, all right, I can chill out for this one. So I chilled out for Sarah. I chilled out for Sarah. And I got really comfortable with this one 20 minute meditation. So I just would wake up and I borrowed a, uh, it's like a bed of nails you can Google or like a Shakti mat is another word for it. I don't know what the kind I have is and I know they're available out there from the, um, horrible shipping overlord. Um, and they're also available in other places if you prefer to, uh, <laughs> not support, um, the, the, 
I just think like it's so so aptly suited that it's uh that this company that I'm referring to right now is called Amazon because I'm like it's destroying the rainforest like we're destroying the Amazon we should be so lucky right the Amazon's destroying us anyway um so they do have this mat though and it's really awesome and it's got a little bolster too and it's just like a yeah I mean it's called a bed of nails so I mean use your imagination it's like a bunch of prickly pokey little things that you roll out on like a bedroll and they have half mats but I went ahead and ended up getting the full body mat so I lay down on this thing for 20 minutes every morning every morning um, well, I say every morning, every weekday morning that I'm getting up and doing my routine, but I'm about a five out of seven girl, maybe a six out of seven girl. So I'm working on that seventh day, but you know, consistency <sighs> breeds results. Anyway, I lay down, do my meditation and then wake up and do my dry skin brushing and my tongue scraping and go to work out in the mornings that Gia, that my daughter has basketball practice. I drop her off. And then I go exercise and I close my ring, my exercise ring on my Apple watch by 645. And that feels freaking awesome because I am not an athlete. So anyway, how did that happen? How did I start going back to work out? Well, um, after I, okay, this all started to happen at the same time. Um, it's kind of weird. So I started taking better care of myself and then I started meditating and then one of my friends from the boot camp that I used to go to posted that there was a challenge happening at the boot camp. And so I checked in and I was like, I know that I used to be a member. Do you think that they would be open to me rejoining? Can I come back? Um, they were like, oh my God, yes, please come back. And this thing happened when I entered into that container where I had, even though they've changed locations, I associate that experience with getting really strong and really fit the first time through after I had had miles when I turned 40. So now here I am again, walking in the doors at the age of 50, almost 51, right before my 51st birthday. And I just jumped right back in and it was like I had never left. And my body was so happy to be exercising again. And it's just like, it's not hard for me to wake up and meditate every morning and do this thing. And if you know me, like, if you haven't met me in real life, you might think like, oh, well, look at you go, me, me, me. It, and so you might think like, oh, she's just one of those people who does that stuff. Okay, so then just like put a pin in that one and talk to anybody who's known me like at all, for, at all, at all for my life. And they will tell you, oh, <laughs> yeah, Kira talks a big game. But actually getting her to follow through. I mean, I show up and I'll roll up my sleeves and I'll work hard. But I've always had like all these big dreams or I'm going to do this or I'm going to run the marathon or I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Like she's going to be a star. What's it going to take? What's it going to take? When's it going to happen? So I think what happened was wherever that magic feather came from for me, the next thing that happened was that I was scrolling through my feed yet again, and this thing shows up. It says, and the first thing I see is, your turn to podcast. And I was like, well, no shit. <laughs> Where have you been all my life? Who, what, who said that? Who said that? Who told me your turn to podcast? And so I looked, and it's like, Kathy Heller. And I'm like, who the hell is Kathy Heller? I have no idea. So, uh, I looked at the, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to sign up for this boot camp, And then I'll, cause that's, I mean, she, whoever she is, she, she seems to, she's just like right on time. So, um, that was what I was going to do. I was going to be podcasting. I could tell. And, and here was this person saying it was my turn. So great. And it just felt like every time something had happened for me, like I felt like I waited so long to find the love of my life. And when it happened, I was like, when we were getting married, I was like, it's my turn. Yay. It's my turn. And when I finally got pregnant, I just, I mean, not like we got pregnant really fast, but like when I finally fell in love and got pregnant and all that stuff, I was like, it's my turn. Like it just felt so, I felt like it, it was my turn. And, and, and so when I saw this, your turn to podcast, I was just like, okay, hell yeah, let's go. Let's see what this is about. And then I saw who is this person and I started looking her up and her name is Kathy Heller. And if you don't know who she is, I highly recommend you check her out. She wrote a book called Don't Quit Your Day Job or I'm sorry. Oh my God. I can't believe I just said that. Don't keep your day job. Don't keep your day job. Don't keep your day job. 
quit your day job. Don't keep your day job. So don't keep your day job. Anyway, um, she's got a really great story about how she um, just kind of uh, reverse engineered her joy in her life and really wanted um, an experience for herself where she could show up as she is authentically. And um, as it's gotten better for her and as she's like been able to go from being a songwriter to a book writer to a podcaster to a or a podcaster to a book writer to now she's in she's got a TV show that's in development um there's like she's a quite a powerhouse and and a really energetic person who really does create um a fascinating group of folks. Anyway, so I this podcast came about because I took her workshop and it it did I'll say that it changed the trajectory of my life because it really um put me in a place it was an amazing course to take at this point in my life where I was trying to figure out how I was going to make all the pieces come together of all of the my professional passions. I'm passionate about my professions. I wanted, I've always wanted to, I went into coaching for a while and was taking lots of coaching courses and, um, taking trauma informed coaching courses so that I could do both my massage work and my organizing work as a coach and wasn't really quite sure how it was all going to fit together. And when I took Kathy's class, she just really did lay out all of the pieces of how this stuff works. And in taking her class, I met all these phenomenal people who uh, a lot of them you'll hear on my podcast. A lot of them you may hear me on their podcasts. And uh, we've just really been able to network and create um, a really fantastic community of folks who are um, lit up about what they're doing, but all doing such different things that might dovetail nicely with one another. But it's really been this connection over competition in a lot of regards. So if anything feels like it was a magic feather for me, I would say like, oh, it was the podcasting course. But when I peel it back, I'm like, oh, I started working out and wait, I was meditating and wait, I decided to take care of myself and wait, I'm just open to it. Like I'm just open to the idea that I can uh, show up every day as a conduit for the good works and that I'm going to meet the right people at the right time and be able to hopefully offer them a hand or a shoulder or an ear or whatever it is that they need to, to get by and elbowed across the street. Like, I just want to be here to facilitate in the magic of all of it. So the willingness to believe that there is a better way to do things, I feel like is almost the magic feather. And then you peel that back, like, well, where does that piece come from? And I would say that it's a connection to source. And I don't know, I, I don't like to broad brush it beyond I mean like I don't give it a specific name I guess I I I am broad brushing it I will call it you know source spirit god anybody that you believe in any anything that is like your whatever you're waking up and saying thank you to whether that's the universe or you know god the universe and everything all the things yourself I don't care it's not my place to judge somebody else's experience. I just want to find the ones that are showing up authentically with whatever their experience is. And then you start to meet the other people who wind up being the wind beneath your wings, right? And then you realize you're, it's just a bunch of magic feathers. And then it just, when I say magic feather, I'm referring to that, that in Dumbo when um, he's the one with the big ears, but he doesn't realize he can fly until his friends, the crows, give him a magic feather and tell him, just hang on to this and you can fly. And so he hangs on to it and he can fly, he can fly, he can fly. And then, you know, once he realizes that it's actually like he drops the feather, but he can still fly because it's actually his ears, you know, the ruby slippers, the magic is within you the whole time. So how do we tap into that magic? And then 
whew, here's where it gets really interesting. And then this is where, uh, if you want to stick around for the next episode with my friend Leah Murphy, we kind of, it's kind of fun because it's a, it's a conversation that, I mean, I, I recorded it with her approval, but she didn't necessarily even realize until I was halfway through the conversation with her. And this was for the podcast. We were just kind of chatting and riffing about everything. So uh, she's in a, on a similar path. Uh, as far as that's the, the, the wellness work, the wellness work that, that I'm here to do that, um, my, most of the, my peers and my community members are here to do. So, um, I, I feel like I am definitely, I know as a massage therapist, I've always been surrounded by people in the wellness industry, but even just friends outside of massage therapy, there's always been some sort of like a health coaching component to it because it's just what, uh, I, I like to see what happens when we tap into different avenues of our own potential, because it's obvious, like when there are so many different ways to do this life, we can be our best selves. We can be our worst selves. We can be our most lit up and present and functional and highly available selves. And we can be our most broken, disjointed, addicted, strung out, disconnected, sad, lonely, painful selves. We are all those things. And it's just like, how do we choose to wake up every morning? And and what do we choose to, to show up with our intentions as? And how do we set them for the day? And, and, and how do we make ourselves available to receive the magic that's out there? So um, one of the things about this magic feather type of talk is that I get really like, it can get really predatory. It can get really, people want transformation and they want to feel like somebody else can help them get there. And the honest to God's truth is that we're all responsible for our own actions but we can be so differently equipped with access to the tools that help us unlock that potential. Like some folks have a ready access to their toolkit and it's well, it's totally stocked with all of the shiniest, sharpest brand new tools and they can still just cut themselves and destroy everything. They don't, you know, and some people can make magic happen with like sticks and stones but it's, that's obviously coming from inside. So what do you do when you are in the throes of that, that headiness of somebody saying, I can see it inside you, the magic, just glom on for 1999. You you too can blah, blah, blah. Like it's, there's always, it always feels like there's a catch, right? Well, the, you know, who's hawking, who's hawking health and, and wellness and abundance and, and who's manifesting the greatness and who's, that's you, whoever it is, whoever's opening the wallet and whoever's, that's, I mean, whatever you're doing with the tools you're given, that's you. Whatever you're doing when you're showing up daily, that's you. If you're going to class and you're copying off of other people's notes and you're cheating on your tests, you're not going to have the same proficiency of the subject as somebody who's staying late and going to all the labs and asking the questions and, and participating in the discussions. So how do... I think that, yes, there's a something to be said for um, pushing yourself outside of your financial comfort zone when it comes to making a personal transformation that, you know, I, for example, um, just paid for several months of my fitness program up front because I know that I want to be there for that and that that's something I'm committed to. But I also know that even though it might be spendy to some people, I know what I'm paying for in that container. I know what I'm getting out of that container and it's it's worth it to me. Um, and I know that it puts me in a position where I can create that that stream, that flow to come back to me. It gives me the energy to show up for my clients in a way 
that I would not be able to otherwise. So it's a worthwhile investment for me. Some people feel that way about getting their hair done or their nails done. Um, I, some people feel like some people feel that way about buying organic food. Some people feel that way about whatever it is that, that keeps you in your flow and in a place where you can be accountable to yourself for that. That's got some value to it. So, um, how uncomfortable do you make yourself in the meantime? And then if you're in a situation where you can't fill in the gap, it, it starts to defeat itself. Like it, it's, it becomes another thing that didn't work. And I mean, as we progress on this podcasting journey, I will be very, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be clear and upfront about what my offerings are as far as, um, the, the workshops that I'll be providing is in, in decluttering and, and taking care of our bodies and our homes. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, Totally. I, I have plans for that kind of stuff and I'll be very open about it when the time comes. And it's also stuff that I personally don't want to uh, to ever create. I mean, I want to pull back the the curtain on how this stuff happens so that folks know what they're paying for, I guess, in, in the workshops or the spaces that I provide or what I'm, what I'm creating for folks. Um, and I think that it can be really tricky to, to get into a program and think like, oh, I thought I was paying for this, but I'm paying for something else. Or like, how do you know what you're getting yourself into when you're hiring a particular service, if it's something that you've never experienced before? And, um, that's a lot of what the conversation that I'm going to be having with Leah in the next episode is about Leah Murphy of Spinning Moon Apothecary in Sitka, Alaska. She's also a health and wellness coach and she has a program that she's offering. And, uh, like I said at the beginning, I want to be able to share these things that my friends are doing. And I also really want folks to research and sit with what there, if you're in a position in a place where you feel like you would just like a little bit of guidance in a particular area of your life, we live in a time now where thanks to the internet, you have virtual access to experts of everything, master classes and everything. And that's totally awesome. That's amazing. And um, it's it's something that, you know, like when I think about my skill set and how hard I've worked to put it together, I've been waiting for this opportunity to figure out how to share what I love to do with people on a broader platform. Because prior to the interwebs in this sort of, uh, and even prior to the pandemic, I felt like my work had to be one-to-one -one and that the people like I, it wasn't worth my time unless I could actually physically put my hands on people. But in this perpetual pandemic reality and when everybody's getting their information through this format of like online courses, I mean, why wouldn't I pivot in my practice? And why wouldn't I try to share this with as many people as possible? So I'm here to network this stuff. If you're listening to this and you have something that you want to share and it feeds in with uh, decluttering or health or wellness, I'm totally happy to hear from you. And even if it doesn't, I bet we can find a way to to make it what's up with your stuff. I want to. I still want to know what's up with your stuff. Um, what I find to be the most, the most fascinating piece of the decluttering journey. I do use that word a lot. Fascinating. I'm fascinated. Let's, oh yes, let's talk about it more. But no, honestly, with the decluttering journey, it's just like, it's with, as with all things, the more intentional you are in your routine, in your space, in your body, what you're putting into, onto, around your body, what you're consuming, and what you're expressing, it it makes the the the, the habits start to become so much more attainable, so much more organic. It's not as 
difficult, but when there's no personal inventory of what you're doing, when you're not taking the time to really examine um, what's going on in your space, in your body, in your diet, what are you putting on your skin? What are you putting in your mouth? What are you putting on your face? What, what are you, what are you scenting your home with? What are you cleaning with? What are you, uh, what are all the products that are clogging up our shelves? Um, no judgments, never any judgments, but what is the sum total of this footprint? Like that, what are we leaving behind and what's the impression that it's leaving on us and how do we create the life that we want? Are these the tools that we want to be using? You don't really know if you don't take an inventory. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. This was kind of a long one. I don't think I took a breath, you guys. It's almost been an hour it's so weird. I can do that. Like I could probably just keep talking, but I'm going to give you a break and then, um, stick around. I'm dropping two episodes today. And the next one is the conversation with my friend, Leah Murphy from Spinning Moon Apothecary in Sitka, Alaska. And she and I dive into a lot of the very frank information around creating packages. What does that mean? Like when you start listening to a lot of podcasts are quote unquote funnels for people who have uh, products or services and, and they, it just can feel like a long commercial. I don't ever want our time together to feel like a long commercial. I want it to feel like you're just like hanging out with me. And then just like if we were hanging out, I'd be like, oh my God, you have to try this thing because it's really freaking awesome. Here, taste. Or, oh my God, have you heard this song? I have to tell you all about it because it just makes me cry every time I listen to it. Or like, oh my God, are you watching blah, blah, blah? Or have you seen this movie? Or have you read this book? Or blah, blah, blah. Like, I just want to share all these things with you, right? So if you have something that you want to share with me or my listeners... Give us a holler in the show notes. And then I'm also going to post a link to a YouTube clip that is one of my, I hope it shows up, but it's one of my favorite scenes from Sex and the City. It's kind of like that magic feather phenomenon. Um, Just say the affirmations, just get out there and do it. And and if you, this is a a conversation. I know I said I was going to come back and talk about some things that I just like totally blew past and didn't go back and talk about. But guess what, guys? That's what the next episode is for. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. And I hope you have an awesome day. And um, just look around your space. Is there anything that you can get rid of that's not serving you today? Is there anything that you've been meaning to deal with? Are there any pictures that are propped up against the wall that need to be hung up? or maybe moved around, or is there something that you've been meaning to adjust or tweak in your space and it's been bugging you and you've been putting it off? Well, friends, do it. Do it. Hang that picture. Switch that art up. Scooch that couch over. Um, get Get those feet up on the coffee table and enjoy a cup of tea and have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you. Bye. Hey, I also said I would tell you what this podcast is not going to be. This podcast is not going to be a place where we judge people for what they hang on to or how long it takes them to let go of the things that they may be dragging around with them from spot to spot in their experience. This podcast is not going to be fancy. This podcast is not going to be very well edited. This podcast is going to be messy magic. Me throwing it out there and sharing with you the stuff that I just can't keep to myself anymore. So thanks so much. We're all ultimately just walking each other home. So thanks for joining me on this journey. And if you're enjoying, please follow along. Please leave a review. Find me wherever you're getting your podcasts. And take care. And thank you so much for being here. Anything else you need to know, you'll probably find in the show notes. If not, drop me a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Have a great day, you guys. Thanks for joining me. What's up with your stuff?